Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm, Brown & Crouppen, sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. 105.7 HD2. The Ryan Kelly Morning After. Yeah, yeah or sure. ox, is, ox is off for the music. Oh, ox is off. Don't ox yeah. off. You can throw Don't want a YouTube off. violation. I've relocated. Can you tell? Yeah, sounds better. Does it? Mm-hmm. No hawk? No. No wind? Yeah, sounds better. What's the beat that's playing? What, what restaurant oh, are you we at? we just played Loverboy. Oh, nice. Uh, it is the new restaurant here at PGA National, the Steakhouse. Oh. Doug, I'm in, the, I'm, in, I'm in the cocktail lounge right now. Can I see water from where you're huh. at or what? Oh, that behind you. Nice. Oh, never mind. Sorry. Yeah. Looks like a speakeasy. That is and a great there's, place. There's, that, there's that hotel. people in here and they're going to wonder what the hell's going on. Maybe I should close the doors. I don't know. Oh, or maybe they'll close the doors when I... You say you're doing a Live Golf uh, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is the uh, 9 o'clock hour here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After, and uh, we welcome you to participate in the fun and games by texting in 314-881-TMA5, by emailing in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today, the morning after, at InsideSTL.com, and of course by calling in 636-9004-TMA. Doug, you did see Weber State play in Northern Arizona last mm-hmm. night, but many did not. Oh. Here is the uh, call of the game. Get the lever, Plowsy. Give me, dude. It's on the wrong Adobe. Okay, here we go. All right, fix the <laughs> Adobe. It up court. Here's the shot. Lloyd for the win. Bang! I can't believe it. The Lumberjacks have the Lumberjacks have tied the game. Not for the win, for the tie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a win for the Jacks too. Out. <laughs> what a. Okay. So he thought it was over, but instead it was just a tie. Please tell me they That's end up great. losing in overtime. Right. Uh, Northern Arizona won, I think. So I think they ended up winning. And he, he frankly couldn't believe the shot went in. <laughs> How far away was it? It was just a three. Oh. It sounded like it was like a three-quarter court. Yeah, like a three-quarter court like uh, Arizona State against Arizona. Yeah. Plowhawk, what about ILL? Dude, I watched every minute from the second half all the way on, and... Felt like we lost it there. Seven-point lead with a minute and a half. They tied it. We were getting housed by six late in the first OT. Tied it. That was an exciting game. I mean, Michigan is a sneaky 7-12 and 12 ball club. They are good. 17-12. Yeah, sorry about it. 17-12. Illinois now 20-10. and 10. They're going to get in, right? They're in now. I, th- I thought that loss there in an early Big Ten tournament exit would jeopardize them. I think Lenardi 
has him as a oh, nine. Oh, Joel Adorty. Mm. Currently a nine seed. I bet that moves up to a seven with a couple wins yeah. in the Big Ten tournament, I mean, if I had to guess. They're the 34th ranked team in the net, so that would stand to reason. Mizzou yeah. made Illinois look just horrible. Horrible. Damn right. A lot of teams. Penn State beat them by like 25 or something yeah. like that. They've lost to Penn State twice. For the love of God, Rick, when are you going to learn to stop playing these clips? Awful again. That's from the thumb out of all. This is huge. Whatever. They don't like your clips, Jackson. Uh, it's a bit. That now. was only slightly better than the Michael B. Jordan audio. <laughs> the Michael B. Jordan audio was fire. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, I thought it was great. It needed People better. kiss my ass. Hey, come says. on, Rick. Oh, no. Oh. Man. What's what's the beef with that audio? It was funny. The guy, it was we like a nice announcer folly, and that was the perfect example of such. Okay, maybe we need to hear it again to appreciate it more. No, this is gonna go. No, over. we're good. <laughs> DJ Plowsy, no longer. Like the Michael B. Jordan thing? Or no, the, no, the, oh, no, no, the basketball. Yeah, we can play that. Okay. Throws it up court. Here's the shot. Lloyd for the win. Bang! I can't believe it. The Lumberjacks have the Lumberjacks have tied the game. Not for the win, for the tie. Okay, a little better the second the time. Of, and also, yeah, not we, for the win, for the tie. Weaver State ended up winning. I apologize. So, yeah, he, a little better the second time. Yep. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Maybe it's All not right, well, your worst clip ever. All right, well, what about this one? Let's try this and see if maybe okay. this one will resonate with the audience better. Uh, this this should take the ire off of Jackson. It'll probably go towards Stephen A. Smith here. Stephen A. Smith and Michael K. discussing the next team to win a championship in New York. I have a good one. I think it's an interesting one. Oh, no. Which team in New York do you think wins a championship next? Rangers. Oh, Lord. Come on, Patrick Kane is able. They don't count. They don't count. Take they don't out. count. They don't count. Only thing I know about hockey, hockey is, is that the puck, puck is black. black. Okay. And I love you, Gary Bettman. That's my buddy for, for who I owe a trip to the hockey game. Right. It That's is no, it. It is no disrespect to the Rangers and to Patrick Kane, of course, but just, just for Steve. Football, Nett. basketball, baseball. Yeah. Yankees or the Mets? One of those two. Or. Or, right. or one of those two. Are you telling me that you believe that the Mets might win a championship he sooner said than or. the Yankees? Of course. Didn't I, didn't say, I didn't say they would, but they're, they're a You're great the team. You're the voice of the New York Yankees. I'm proud of it, too. 32 years now. There well, it is. That's is the clip. Doesn't ESPN sponsor hockey? They show hockey. Yeah, why would you discredit the Rangers like that? They don't count? <laughs> He's eating it. Smith, Doug does not count the Rangers, the Islanders, or the Devils. Gosh, they've loaded up. The Rangers are going to be a threat. Aren't the Knicks having a fairly decent season? Yeah, they're eh. on fire. I love Josh Hart and Brunson combo. Yeah, they are good, but the Knicks are not like anywhere near the contenders that the Rangers or the Yankees or the Mets are. Yeah, but really, Stephen A. Smith only knows his basketball, so I figured he'd say that. He knows football. And you do get paid too. $12 million yeah, a he year. He does, but to poo-poo an entire sport. Are there people that really love Stephen A. Smith? Because he gets paid a boatload of money. I actually like Stephen A. Smith, like, as a person. Like, I think he's... You liked him on the Howard Stern interview. Howard Stern, he did a really good one with, uh, uh, pardon my take. That was a really, really good one. Um, he's, like, super self-aware about all this stuff, and he'll, like, play ball. So I like Stephen A. Smith. I don't watch first take, because I think that's, like, a performance thing. But, like, as a person, like, I think Stephen A. Smith is pretty good. And those ratings. It's always on in the 101 studio when we're doing Balloon Party, so I can see it over you, Jackson, mm -hmm. going on. And he is always yelling at whoever he's working with. Right, it's right. It's working. Like, the first take thing isn't my thing, but I think, like, I like Stephen A. Smith as a sports guy. But I think Tim said it best. Like, the reason why they get ratings is 
Have you ever gotten an oil change? Have you ever gone to sure. any maintenance at a car place? Mm-hmm. ESPN is always on and First Take is always on. You go to a doctor's office, yeah. there's First Take. That's it's how you get your waiting room. business waiting rooms. Yeah. Have it all over their TV. Nobody's sitting down watching it at home. Is it Very just, few. It's The ratings are all based upon business and just having ESPN on the entire day. Is it just me or is that clip when that girl started asking questions, somebody said, oh. I said it because when anybody oh, comes I, up, I think this is a pretty I, good question. Usually it's terrible. So did somebody on the show? <laughs> Molly Quero is the person lot. you're somebody referencing. Somebody on that yeah, show didn't do that? Somebody on that show didn't do that? No, no that was Plowhawk. Oh, okay. Who's the next St. Louis team that will win a championship? Battlehawks. Dogs. Uh, the dogs don't have the grit. <laughs> Especially after they hear the do we even know enough ravioli of, chant, they may just walk off. Do we know enough about the MLS to even think that they have a chance? No, I was trolling. A good team, or a I don't bad know about. But I mean, exit, Austin though, was yeah. an uh, was a uh, an expansion team two years ago, and they were in the Western Conference final last year. Yeah. So you know that can happen. Uh, um, God, if I had to bet, uh, Battle Hawks, Dogs, Cardinals, Blues, is that what we're counting? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doug, it, what do you think? I'd say Battlehawks. I'd say Cardinals. I think the Cardinals. I'd say, no I think shot. I'd say Cardinals as well. Cardinals, they're always in the in the mix. Yeah, but look at the gauntlet that they have to go through. Yes, they're competing in their division. That's mainly what we do is you know set up a team to win the. Oh, here we go again. Set. No, I'm what I'm saying is they have no chance in a series against the Mets, against the Dodgers in the NLCS. They have no chance against the Blue Jays. There's a lot of teams they have no zero chance. In a series. Zero chance? Flaherty hasn't even pitched, and he's already hurt, Doug. I think we can kind of get the landscape <laughs> of what this rotation's going to be like. We're going to run out of pitchers. We're just flat going to run out of quality pitchers before we even get to that stage. I just I don't see it. I see an NLCS sweep if you get there because you're battling teams who are spending money. My point was that, other than A.J. McCarron, I really don't know anybody on the Battlehawks. Agreed, me too. Um, but for the most part, it's either washed-up NFL players, old NFL players, or guys in college that didn't get drafted. And that's every team has those, so you have pretty much a shot of beating anybody. Yeah, you, know, you do. But I think the Cardinals have a shot to beat anybody. You don't know what's what the scene's going to look like in October. Who's going to be around? Who's hurt? Who's emerged as a big player? Who's hot? You don't know. But I think you probably do know the Cardinals will probably be in the playoffs. Yeah, well, yeah I, Doug, I, I have the team make the playoffs, of course. No, they don't. I can, equivalently, I can equivalently say they don't have a shot at beating the Padres. They don't have a shot at beating the Mets. They don't have a shot at beating the Braves. They don't have a shot at beating the Phillies. Yeah, there's four or five teams in the NL that are going to house the Cardinals in the playoffs. Again, I think the Cardinals will win their division. But that division's the worst in baseball, so you can't really... I mean, yes, they'll make the playoffs, Doug. Yes, they I'm will. not saying they're going to be a favorite to win it all. I'm saying... Come the first of October, chances are really good that they'll be then they'll be there somewhere, and so that's why I would think that they would have the better shot. I think I got the Battle Hawks. That you're going Battle Hawks on the, the question. The willingness to win. <laughs> they have the willingness. Willingness. <laughs> they just hired Claiborne. It's so. a team that scores three points in the first half of I think both their both first games. Two games. Yeah. yeah. And, they won half a, ball club. and they won them both. What does that tell you that, that you can beat anybody? It's a well-coached team. Okay, so the consensus is the Battle Hawks are the most likely next team to win a championship. That's who I voted for. I didn't. Well, 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 I guess me and Tim tied with the Cardinals. So it's, it's up That's to, correct. It's up to Jackson to break the. Break he said the, the he said the dogs. No, I was trolling. Uh, I think the answer to just is the Battle Hawks based on there's way less teams in the league, so and they're like, already two and zero. Right, like I think that they the competition is a lot less stiff. 
This city will just come oh. unglued if the Battle Hawks win. <laughs> the, the town will be up for grabs. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. They're facing the Mets in the first round. How many people do you think they're going to have at that building next weekend? Oh, what do you think? Over, under 35,000. Go. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, 35. Over. So I'll say, I'll say under. I think they draw like 33. I bet they get 40. I wonder, what's, uh, Jackson, could you look up the biggest crowd in the XFL so far this season? There have been two weeks worth of games. And I wonder if anybody's gotten to 25,000. I'd be surprised. Uh, looking maybe, it up. You know, the games I happen. watched, it did not look like a heavy fan base was there. I would be shocked if. All right, so the biggest reported attendance was 24,000, and that was at uh, the Alamo Dome when the Braha- Brahmas, Brahmas played uh, the Battle Hawks. You know what a wow. Brahma is, don't you? Uh, new. You don't. It's a type of bull. Isn't that that's the Rock's logo, isn't it? The Brahma? That's correct. Gotcha. Okay. Is Orlando Cepeda's nickname? The was Baby it, Bull. There was a QB on one of the XFL teams that got released because he gave the playbook to one of the Guardians <laughs> players. Did you read that story? No. Uh-uh. I was now familiar with that story, Plowhawk. What's it going on? It just came out. Um, let me check and see who had it on. It might have been Darren Ravel. So you can get news without watching news. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Twitter is great for that. Don't get the um, crosstalk. <laughs> If you can live without crosstalk, you're a better man than me. Let's see here. Let's see if Dan Ravel had it. I don't think it was him. It reminds me kind of like if, if somebody would say something like, Cardinals want a spring training game and somebody's going to somebody's going to respond from the news desk. How are the sports? Pretty good? Mm. Uh, here it is. What's it say? Uh, Orlando Guardians cut quarterback after he leaked their playbook to opposing teams. <laughs> How did that even happen? <laughs> You think they paid him for it? Uh, yeah, they, he gave it to all eight teams at the the hub that they practiced. Yeah, to everyone. <laughs> Every team. By accident or on purpose? On purpose. Well, yeah, I think you'd probably release the quarterback at that point. And you'll find out he probably bet on the other team. That's what I think so, too. Oh, Lord. Well, if you're the quarterback, you can throw the game yourself. You don't need to give him the playbook. Just throw a bunch of interceptions and fumble a couple they times. They have scrubbed everything from... XFL website and the Guardians website as well. Let me play. Uh, there is a story in the St. Louis Post Dispatch regarding the television ratings. Uh, they played on a weeknight for the first time in a game that didn't end until nearly 11 p.m. and was shown on television channel viewers aren't accustomed to going to for sports. Nonetheless, the Battle Hawks last weekend again were kings of the hill in television ratings for the area's major sports teams, going to 2 and 0 in the competition for viewers this season and extending their remarkable run. In the first version of the XFL team in 2020, the B-Hawks. Doug, I just read what's in the prompt. I haven't heard them called the B-Hawks. Well, the B-Hawks we're pressed for time. were number one in four of the five weeks they played before the league was KO'd by the coronavirus pandemic. They were number two the other time. Nielsen, which tabulates viewership, reports that 3.7% of the market tuned in a week ago Thursday to see the Battle Hawks beat Seattle. Uh, the fading Blues loss Saturday to Pittsburgh, shown on KDNL, was second. It had a 3.2 rating. How about that? The Battle Hawks beat the Blues, 3.7, 3.2. Granted, the Blues situation is certainly different than it has been for the last few years. The Hawkers. Doug, have you heard him called the Hawkers? No, I have not. I don't mind same? that either. He's used the Beehawks and the Hawkers in the same article? <laughs> uh, there was Linda the Beehole, and now this is the Hawkers. The Hawkers outpaced the... Two Cardinals spring training games, another Blues contest, an Illinois college basketball outing. Mizzou and St. Louis U played weekend basketball games on networks that aren't tracked by Nielsen. Um, but history says they wouldn't have beaten the B-Hawks rating. <laughs> oh. 
But the Battlehawks almost certainly would have been eclipsed by the area's major league soccer team, City SC, if its game had been on a conventional TV channel. But the club's scintillating 3-2 victory Saturday night in Austin uh, was streamed only. It was on Apple TV+. Plus, As MLS now places most of its games on Apple platforms, Nielsen is not compiling ratings for these productions, and Apple is not providing viewership figures. While the Battlehawks were number one last weekend, that 3.7 rating was their lowest in the seven games they have played in their two incarnations. The previous bottom was 4.8 for their final contest of the inaugural season. They are on FX this week on Sunday when they're in Washington to play at noon, uh, St. Louis time. That's an impressive rating coming off a, a Super Bowl where we just have watched football four or five nights a week from when September to February almost, and people still have an appetite to watch these football games with people they largely don't know. That's impressive. I think they'll do over 35,000. I think so. Taking the over. Shipping the over. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, I I mean, I guess you've got college basketball conference tournaments next week, but relatively speaking people aren't they're not in competition with the blues now you know what i mean although doug we keep i keep saying that and then you always point out how the crowds at the blues games have been huge oh yeah they're still selling they've out. Dis- dissembled the team mm-hmm. but i yeah i think if you, if you set the over under at thirty-five thousand, i think i'd go over thirty-five thousand. i could not have been more wrong about the battle hawks version two i just thought it was gonna just you know do relatively speaking nothing yeah. People love their sports here. They love their sports. For sure. So it's a good thing. We were talking about how they weren't marketing like they did before. The team's not in St. Louis. They fly here. I mean, the Mm -hmm. team hasn't even been here minus that event they had. Uh, What? uh, Foundry, right? If I'm not mistaken. Right. Uh, Armory. Oh, it was Armory. I don't know what the ratings will be like in the attendance once the Cardinals get going. It, It may change a lot at that point. But maybe not. We'll see. I just hope Guys, the league is around. I can't wait for the Battlehawks to draw 50,000 fans and cause Roger Goodell to reach out to Tashara Jones about the city deserving an expansion team. You think that will happen, Doug? That's from the city. Yes, yes. Oh, there'll never be NFL here. Not at least in our lifetime. I was kidding. <laughs> I'd rather see an LPGA event here than them. Oh, you got to be kidding me. I'd rather want see an LPGA than the NFL. I don't want the NFL to touch this soil anymore, dude. And people who do, <laughs> are you kidding me? They stole two franchises. They have Stan Kroenke owns a team. We're going to have Jeff Bezos own a team. You got Roger Goodell making 50 plus million. Mm-hmm. It's a money grab. Your team will be here for three or four years and they'll find another city to take it away from. I, hell no. I don't, I, the NFL, I don't think that they stole the first franchise, but the second franchise, that, that game was that game was rigged. Yeah, give me the LPGA. You'd rather have an LPGA tournament than an NFL team? Yeah, if it could be like the Michelob Light Classic where it's here for 10 years or so. At least you know it's going to be here. But it's here for four days. You want me to do a Gallup poll? Well, it'll it'll be zero, but that's just my personal I like the St. Louis fans turning to Chiefs fans, so I like that phenomenon to continue. So I don't know if I want an NFL team here. Well, people just love football. And a lot of people, unlike maybe us, aren't ready to just completely turn their back on the NFL. What the NFL has done to this city, I cannot believe anybody would want the NFL. I cannot believe it. The people you have to deal with, it's just mind-boggling that you're basically going to be, you know, the NFL's bitch again. They just want a team to root for, though. And you have the XFL. I'd love this city to go, nah, Goodell, shove it. That'd be great. That would be awesome. Say, we don't want a team. 
Yeah, we no, don't need we your charity. One golf. Speaking of the yeah, LPGA. that LPGA. <laughs> we won an LPGA event Speaking over the NFL. You've got to be kidding speaking me. Of, speaking of the LPGA, this is pretty funny. You know, I get these these fake uh, messages on Instagram from fake porn stars like Dillian Harper exclusive 11685. We're changing the subject completely now. No, that is, I, that is I, correct. I mentioned LPGA, so I'm throwing this in there. But I, I get these fake ones, and they have no posts. They have no followers. And, hi, I'm so glad that you're a fan of mine, and blah, blah, blah. So now there's one. There's a fake Minji Lee from the LPGA. She's probably one of the better players on the LPGA. It's a fake Minji Lee. She has no Don't post. you think she's cute? Yeah, but I, I think her brother's cuter. Um, I beg your pardon? <laughs> Pause. Yeah, me and Plowsy always talk about uh, Min Wee Lee. How? Is it Min Woo Lee? Min Woo. And he's on the PGA Tour? Clip that off. He's, playing, he's playing this week, and I, we just think, I just think he's cute. So she said, really? I get him. I you get watch him. the PGA and say, boy, he's cute. Well, yeah, I just I said he's a, he's a really? good-looking man. Uh, anyway, here's the message I get from Min G. What'd you get? Hello, Kenny. Nice to meet you. Thanks for your sweet words all over my page, which I've never posted on our page. No, I bet not. I'm really grateful for your support, <laughs> Min G, with a smiley face. And I put, cool, how's your brother? She responds, great. Thanks for being an amazing fan. Do you play golf? I said, I do. Is your brother playing this week? Yeah, at the PGA, it seems like you have an interest in my brother. <laughs> and that's where I left it. So it sounds like this is a real deal. It, yeah, she's, She acknowledged that it, she told you that her brother played. It wasn't just a bot. No, I know he's playing. He's playing this week in uh, Yeah, but it, in a bot wouldn't have known that. Well, if she's a Minji Lee fan, she knows he has a brother who plays on the tour. But you don't answer, yeah, the PGA. Yeah, I know he's on the PGA. What events he playing? I think this is the real it's, deal, and you've got a shot with this gal. No. It, <laughs> or her, her brother. For her to say, I'd rather have a shot with a brother. For her you to would, say... You would, you wouldn't. <laughs> for her to say, uh, thanks for being uh, a fan all over my face, all over my fan page. I've never posted on her fan page. I don't know about that. Does everybody have to have a fan page? I mean, this show should, but like... So I've never... But I was asking questions about her brother, and she caught that. You going to keep the conversation going? Yeah, man. We'll have to see. Uh, yeah. I was just trying Guys, to Guys, it's to so see. pathetic. The shoehorn is an active member on the Golf Rivals fan page. He posts more there than the sads on the TMA fan page after a 24-hour brisket smoke. Mm. Jesus, that's from breast. No, that's not true. You're not actively posting on the Golf Rivals fan page? I think I commented once yesterday and once the day before <laughs> and before that, like, nice. not for a month. League leader in stats. Yeah, well, I just... What I, was the topic that, that engaged you yesterday on the Golf Rivals? Oh, yesterday was Bat wings. No, yesterday was sad, considering it's it's almost like the fan page with so many posts on that thing. Some some girl has got... That sounds sad. Some girl, that, some girl that's like... A girl is like, I don't know, four stages better than me. She's got a Batwing 9, and she posts a hole-in-one that was like straight away. She goes, look at this shot. And I responded, and? She goes, and what? I go, well, is this your first hole-in-one? She goes, no, I've had many. I said, well, why are you posting that? It's just, it's a straightaway hole-in-one. I mean, Good thing to get in an argument about. Well, I just asked, I why, like you, it. I asked mm -hmm. her why you posted it. I said, I just, I'm just tired of all these stupid posts on here. Just like the fan page. I'm so tired of those and these. <laughs> Pretty just, much had it. Look, I had a hole-in-one, a very easy one. Nah, uh, Breasts has just sent in three screenshots of your posts on Golf Rival Community. Well, I don't know what he's talking about, which ones. I said I posted three in the last month, so maybe you got the only three. 
Uh, let's see. I know stage 16 and 17 share the same AA. I'm at 34,000. If I move to 35,000, do the players get better at AE, AA, even though I'm at the same level? That's from Kenny Strode. Yeah, that was a question because I wanted to know. I mean, I'm doing well in Albatross Arena where you, sure where you, you can are. you can get upwards of, you know, 4,000 coins. And I've been winning a lot of them. But if I move up, even though I stay in the same stage of the arena, do the players get better? It was a, it was a legitimate question. I, if, I, if they get better, I'm not going to move up. For a non-golf rival player like myself, that sounded like a coded message sent to, like, Churchill. <laughs> <laughs> what no, are you going to do with these 4,000 coins? <laughs> I buy cards with them. I can get up to the Batwing 8. This is a sad life, I think. <laughs> I, I enjoy I mean, playing it. I enjoy playing it. It's a fun little game. Have you considered getting like a PlayStation or something? That's some little oh, more. Oh yeah. I have one. I have the uh, old <laughs> NES Classic that I lent to my niece, and I haven't seen I'm it in two years. Talking about something from this century. <laughs> yeah. But, no, I like the old games. So I like playing. That's fair enough. Oh, if you played Tim, Spider come on, man. This video game stuff's too much. You got to step in. That's three one four. He did step in. He read. He read the golf rival post. Oh, God. Stephen Wildwood says, it sounds like every fan page is exactly the effing same. That's from Stephen Wildwood. That is, uh, I think that there may be some truth to that. I, I could be so. wrong. What were the other two posts little, I made? Little clicks form. Guys who've been around for a while suddenly feel like they have, you know, tenure with their other internet friends. And they then police it and make fun of new people. Um... I guess there are probably arguments over things that the outside world, you know, would go, oh, God, is this really happening? So I think Stephen Wildwood might be on to something there. Yeah, yeah, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. I Jackson, just... are you on any Missouri fan pages? No. <laughs> uh, I follow a nice... <laughs> I follow a nice assortment. Uh, well, like, there's nothing on there. Like, there's no news or opinion that I, I truly crave. I watch dude, every game. If you I join, know what the team's doing. If you join the TJ Mo fan page... Yeah, I'm, like, super good on that. You, you would be more entertained than any other no, no. thing that's on television. What's on there? I would probably be... I would probably it, hate myself. Less. Yeah, you as a fan, you probably would. I have oh. no interest. I don't, like, I don't... Wow. I, I'm not, a, like, a Reddit or a message board guy. I just kind of... If I watch, I watch Missouri every time they play. Nothing that you know, QX for boy nineteen on the, on a message board is going to tell me that I don't already know. Hmm. I'll, I follow Gabe, Dave Matter, and that's where I get news and insights from. Two credible journalists, not necessarily, you know, this random guy who lives in Callaway, Missouri, Callaway County. Callaway County taking shrap. Right, Fulton. Never even heard of Fulton that. area. Oh. There's a is is Bachelor Missouri in Callaway County? I don't know about that one. I don't know. My mom once did a story about uh, if there were any bachelors in Bachelor Missouri, and she said it went really poorly. <laughs> <laughs> she said all the guys were really weird. <laughs> Hard to believe, small town Missouri, you'd find some weird people. <laughs> yeah, she said that one fell flat on its face. Well, you never know. You never know. Morning, guys. Check this out. I had a full conversation with a bot yesterday. Tried to trick it, but it knew about its brother. So that's just something I do sometimes. Thanks. These guys posting on this golf page are pathetic, so I just kind of trolled them by saying, and? Anyways, you guys know what arena I need to get the A9 Batwing. That's from... Well, These guys posting on this golf page are pathetic. No, nobody. I didn't post that because there's no such thing as an A9. <laughs> 
So, well, to give you an example. Oh, no okay. such thing. Why, as thing, thing. Why things need to be posted <laughs> on the fan page? Here's a post. Are we going to bring that back? It's a picture. The golf rivals fan page or the no, TMA, TMA fan, page? fan page. Are we going to okay. bring that back? There's a picture of Keith Jackson and Joe Paterno in the booth. Keith Jackson. That's it. <laughs> and he just posted a picture, Joe Paterno, Keith Jackson, and just said, nice are we going to bring that back? And somebody said, do you even read the free report? That's funny. But are we going to bring that back? Just You found a picture of Joe Paterno and Keith Jackson. You post it. Are we going to bring that back? I mean, why take time to even do that? Oh, and there's a picture. Because it's Joe Paterno, I There's guess, a picture right? of Chasey Lane that's not pretty, so. Well, on the TMA fan page? No, I'm going to head on over and no, see what it's doing. It's on her page. That's a... Uh, Used to be the most. You're on the Chasey Lane fan page. Okay, that, that's probably been dormant for a good 20 years. Well, this was posted a day ago. Wow. Well, she had, and she has her own Facebook page. It came up on my thread. So if you go to Chasey Lane, that's. Doug, you remember Chasey's Facebook? I'm not. Page. I'm not. I guess I'm missing quite a bit. <laughs> she was. She was the most, one of the most beautiful women ever in porn, and I think she got into. Okay. Dr- I think she got into drugs actually. Yeah, that'll ruin a person. Yeah. Well, it's on her page too. Normally she puts on her page, I'm in my car and somebody took my purse. Can somebody come pick me up and let me live with you? Uh, that guy got some responses, no doubt. Oh, yeah. A lot of them said, I'll come get you. Where sure. are you? What's going on? It doesn't sound like a dangerous thing to do at all. I think she Say, was... can someone come get me and so I can live with you? Oh, I think... What could go wrong with I that? I think she was homeless for a period of time. So... <laughs> Yet active on her fan page. Yeah, what? I'm not, I'm not active. I just... No, not oh, she, her. She, the homeless woman has a fan page? <laughs> it's just her Facebook page. How does she have internet? I guess she has a phone. 5G. Right? Who's the, Hard I, to hit a hotspot there. Oh, I mean, I, there's a lot of... I see a guy that's uh, begging for money on the corner on uh, St. Charles Rock Road, and he's talking on the phone. Like, right. How, how, uh, do you, how do you have a phone? Am I quite... I can't... I don't know. What am I saying? I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, I'm who is the person? Who is the person who has this fan page who's homeless? It's not a fan page. It's a Facebook page. Chasey Lane. Got it. I saw homeless people in Seattle lying on the sidewalk typing into their laptop computer. <laughs> well, priorities, Doug. Yeah. Good morning, guys. The homeless woman on her fan page is reporting that Klaibs is going to coach the Beehawks. Thanks. That's from the bastard James Hahn. That's a follower. But it's that not Mike a lot of topics right there from today's show. No, it's Liz Claiborne. Oh. Okay. <laughs> well, that's, uh... Chasey looking a little rough. But at least well, she's still... she doesn't still... have a home, right? Well, that was a while back. But it seemed like every other week she was posting something about getting kicked out, and uh, my boyfriend kicked me out, I have no place to live... Come like get that. me. <laughs> Who wants to pick me up and let me stay with them? Yeah, and someone did, apparently. Well, I don't know. I don't even know where she's living. I think she might be in Vegas. Still. Would you have come and picked her up and let her live with you? Well, she lived in St. Louis. But it, you would. You would have picked her up. Well, she can't live with me. She can come use the shower. Maybe I'll make her a bite to eat. She couldn't uh, sleep there overnight? Couch or something? Uh, probably. I'd let her take the couch. Yeah. 
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Uh, Doug, uh, Tommy Sabuka would pick you up. He'd pick you up and take you to VIP Auto sure Accessories is exactly yeah. what he would do. Uh, VIP Auto Accessories, your one-stop, full-service shop for all your auto accessory needs. They do van and truck upfitting for commercial fleet vehicles, provide graphic solutions for vehicles, retail office space, floors, windows, and more, and have a full array of public safety solutions, including for EMS and police fleets. VIP is now a full-service operation, providing top-quality service and the ability to get it done now. VIP's one-stop shop will save you time and hassle. Go to VIPAutoAccessories.com or call Tommy Sabolka directly, 314-428-3900, or email him at Tommy.CIBULKA at VIPAutoAccessories.com. And it is remote starting season. If you'd like to have that installed in your vehicle, they do it at VIP auto accessories they work with design air heating and cooling they work with munganas st louis acura and alton toyota they're part of the tma ecosystem and they're all local since 1979 it's tommy sabulka and vip auto accessories we will have the design air heating and cooling email of the day coming your way i would say in about seven minutes then we have a munganas balloon party coming up at 10 o'clock jackson what can the people expect on 101 ESPN coming up at 10 o'clock. Pew, 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 pew. It's Friday, and that means it's the Little Piddles Friday Six Shooter. Oh, wow. What in the world is that? Six world-class questions to lead you into the weekend. Yeah, Doug, it wets your beak for the weekend. And then I assume we'll uh, discuss some of the Gallup poll results. Uh, And then, of course, it's a wide berth Friday, so it's, uh, it's up in the air, but that's the fun part about it. It's the organic nature of the presentation. You gonna make fun of the the dog's chant? No. Oh no. No, I'm not gonna make fun of anything. That audience, big soccer fans? No. No. But there, I'd no. say that there's, I mean, some. It's a big audience, so there's gonna I, be sex. I would agree. I'd say, I'd say for the most part, Cardinals and Blues. I'd say Cardinals and Blues, just because the Cardinals cast such a wide net, and right. then Blues, and then I would say it's a large drop off to. God, I don't know. What do you think's third? Just everything else, like truly, like Battlehawks probably third actually. Um, and probably then, NFL in general. Yeah, football. I would say football in general outside of college, like pro football in general, and then college football, college basketball, soccer, all kind of fighting there for fourth. Well, it's hard to have for the general public to have too many opinions about the city soccer team and the Battlehawks when. A lot of people don't even know who's on the team. Right. You know, we know in, in general that they've won their games and <clears throat> that they're going to hopefully help rejuvenate downtown. Beyond that, I don't know how many people could really get into the weeds and, and discuss the players and the coaches and yeah. everything. As the season progresses, I think that may change. But, yeah, yeah. as of right now, I would agree with you. Yeah, you talk about Tommy Fleetwood who started the day three under and just made a triple bogey. Oh. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Is he on your team? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sitting in 67th after that triple bogey. Are you going to talk about Keegan Bradley? Still make the cut? 
Well, he can't make but the cut. He that can. ha- he's going to be done by the time the the forty mile an hour winds show up. You're in good shape. If your guys are playing right now, that should help you. Well, should Keegan, I don't know? Maybe it won't work out the way they're expecting with the wind. Well, Keegan Bradley may be playing in his own wind because he was four under yesterday. He's now four over through eight. Oh no! Mm. I'll tell you what. That Bay Hills an intimidating golf course. Like every drive to his over water. Have you played there? No. That that'd probably be one or two on courses I like to play in Florida though. I believe it's got the highest number of 200-yard-plus shots, either for your tee shots or your approaches on tour, if, right. uh, if I'm not mistaken on that. Is that Pete Dye know. design? Or is that did Arnie oh, himself design? Arnie okay, Palmer. Arnie designed it himself. Okay, Because it kind of looks like Pete Dye with like the way the fairways wrap around the water. Uh, I played it with Jay. <laughs> nice course, a lot of water. I think water on 17 of, the, 17 of the holes. You probably brought the course to its knees. Uh, I know on 18, uh, my drive was right next to the Robert Gomez plaque, and I almost knocked it in like Robert Gomez. Sure you did. Yeah. <laughs> right? What did you shoot, about 72, 73? No, I'm sure I shot high 80s. Oh. I was playing better back then. High 80s wouldn't be bad on a course that tough. Well, we were playing the white tees, so. Well, don't sell yourself short. You're a stick. You are you. So it's a nice course. Those are my two favorite that I've played. Bay Hill and Sawgrass, probably my two favorite. All right. We haven't got into the PGA. Are we not going to talk about the PGA changes? I didn't want to bring something up that we weren't going to talk about. You can talk about anything. You're a principal, oh, I didn't, man. I mean, I, I guess it really isn't that big of a story. Yeah, it's really Live Junior now. I don't like no-cut events. The one thing I don't no, like no. about Live. Why do you care if someone gets cut? There's no incentive to watch on a Sunday when guys are down by 15 strokes. Well, they won't. That's just the bottom of the of the barrel. They're going to still show you the leaders, just like they always do. And I, I get Max Homa. He's excited. He has to be the PGA Tour like mouthpiece because McElroy is like the quasi commissioner of the lead, or of PGA right now. But Max Homa wouldn't have liked these rules two years ago because he would be making no money because he wouldn't be in these elevated events because he wouldn't be in the top 30 or the top 50, whatever it may be. So I. I don't like some of the uh, the rules that are in place, but I do like that they're copying Lib because they needed to do it. Yeah. And there's probably players that are very happy about it. They're not going to just oh thrilled. You're making fly or drive more. across the country and play two days and be done. Yeah, I was listening good. to an interview with Peter Malnati, who's a Missouri guy. I went to school at Missouri, like Hayden Buckley, um, last night, and he himself would acknowledge he is a lower tier PGA player. But he's on the committee, and he said a week ago he would have been 100% against it. He said a number of guys who would fall into his category would have been 100 against it, but he was uh, 100% against it. But he said he was presented with new information and uh, actually now likes it. And some of his reasoning was that it actually will lift up the importance of events that over the last, you know, however many years, such as the one that that was here five days ago, the Honda Classic, the John Deere, where our friend Chris Nagel was on the leaderboard on Sunday. Um, Because if you win those, you then get into the now elevated, designated, whatever term they're calling them, events. And so these events, and by these I mean the, the lower level events, now have some semblance of a class and a purpose um it means you're gonna have to play better but is opposed to 
hoping that you might see a big field at a place that inevitably is not going to get it, uh, you now know what kind of event you will have, and guys who might not necessarily be p- playing particularly well, and I use Gary Woodland and Billy Horschel as an example, guys in Woodland's case who's won a major, Horschel who's won on tour, um, will have to go there and battle to kind of fight for their lives to get into the events that they used to get in and take for granted. And Malnati said, I realize I may never play at Bay Hill again because of these rules, but now I have to dial in more so than ever before. And so it kind of creates a, a, a caste system of sorts. If, if, now, not, not to say that the PGA Tour isn't saying this or that they are saying it. I don't know. I don't think that there's anything wrong with saying it. But without question, these changes do not occur if it weren't for Live Golf. Now, Live Golf isn't necessarily causing a ripple relative to an audience at the moment. But it still is out there, and it still has, from my standpoint, without question, led to the changes we've seen on golf. Uh, so I think it would be disingenuous to say otherwise for anybody to say otherwise. Um, now, whether or not it improves the product, I don't know. You know, I, one of the counters to it was, was, you know, I heard Scotty Scheffler saying, you know, what, let's say I'm having an off weekend, um, but somebody who wants to come and see, whether it be me or a Tiger Woods or a Rory McIlroy, they know they're going to be around all four days and they're not going to get there until Saturday. And they now know they're going to get a chance to see them play with the no cut events. Personally, I like cuts. But just to give perspective on what the tour players are saying, and I realize they are the tour players, so you know it's it's getting a tour perspective. That is their uh, explanation for the reasoning for they, them being on board. Even the lower level players like a Peter Mulnati. Can we talk about how amazing golf would have been? No, that's off limits. If Jay Monahan would have taken the Greg Norman call, had a conversation about Lib, maybe they came together. You know, had, had a meeting of the minds, came up with this. No tour had to lose any players. You could implement some of these no-cut rules, and you still have your DJs, your Kepkas, your Cam Smiths, all on the PGA Tour. Jay Monahan is a joke, and, like, watching the full swing, it just shows to me that Rory McIlroy and Tiger Woods run the PGA Tour uh, uh, to an extent. They they make, it seems like they make a lot of these rules and hold a lot of these private meetings. Um, and I think Jay, what Jay Monahan had done to PGA is a disaster. With the comment that now, like, the PR spin team for the PGA has to come up with these reasons why it's a good thing, even though a year and a half ago when Liv implemented no cuts and more money, you know, they, they're bashing it as, you know, ruining the integrity of golf. And now all of a sudden they're doing it, but it's a different, but it's not different. Jay Monahan, man, wet you the like bed him. on this, oh, dude. You know. He absolutely, <laughs> golf would be so amazing at this point right now with all these rules. One tour, every, all the, you know, top 100 players in the same tour with no drama. Jay Monahan is a joke and it completely oh. soiled his legacy. And now oh. he's trying to spin it. In a creative way, and well, they, they didn't want now Saudi basically Arabia. want Roy McIlroy to take over at this point. They didn't want Saudi Arabia to take over the PGA Tour, but they do. Tour, but they do a tour in China. They have twenty three sponsors. We've already this is regurgitated information, but don't get mad at me. You can't be you, you, you can't be a hypocrite like that. You can't. It's like choosing what you want to follow in the Bible. You know, it's like you, you can't. You just can't pick and choose and do. You know, be in bed with some companies that are, you know, tied to Saudi money or tied to Chinese money. You can't, 
You can't pick and choose because they're going to take your tour away. It's it, that's not how it works. Well, I know Jay Monahan was maybe dropped the ball by not talking, but Craig Norman didn't want to what didn't want to talk to him to help out the PGA. Well, Greg Norman yeah, was the first Paul, one to when call you said him, right? you don't if Greg if Jay Monahan would have taken Greg Norman's call, I, I was looking up to see if that had occurred. Was there a phone call that was made? I thought they were trying to. I thought, and I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying I don't recall that. No, I'm going to paraphrase. I don't know the full length of the story, but I. I I remember when Liv first started, I think it was before the tournaments actually started, it went kind of getting the player together and getting events and rules in place that Greg Norman, and this is after Jay Monahan talked about the Saudi-backed money, the Saudi tour, I think Norman wanted to have a conversation of the mind, trying to, you know, avoid a ripple and have two separate tours. They're trying to get Saudi to back the PGA and you know obviously funnel in the millions more that would be in the tournament so i think that was the conversation that he wanted to have yeah i got some here on golfmagic.com from january golfmagic.com like pga tour commissioner jay monahan refused to say whether he'd answer the phone to his gol- live golf rival greg norman but and what about did norman reach out before all of this that i don't know i'm not i'm not trying to put you on the spot no i, I got I, you. I hadn't been familiar I would be surprised just because it's creating a totally new business, so I don't know why Norman would reach out. I, but I'm not, I don't know. Maybe, Maybe it was Norman's last-ditch effort to try to save face, try to be in bed with the PGA still. But they wanted to use Saudi money to implement these rules, more tournaments, bigger prize pools. I think that's what well, it that was. Would, how would that have helped Norman? Norman wanted to start his own league. If they said, yeah, we'll do it, and then they all stayed there, well, what's Norman do? He, well, Greg Norman's an absolute pariah now, and I think it would have been a nice... But he, but he wouldn't have a live golf league. The whole point is they've been trying to to start another league. No, that, I for think years. The, I, I think they wanted to more money in the PGA with a little bit more control over your name and likeness. Well, that's what the and, players say. Greg Norman wasn't saying that. Greg Norman said, "Yeah, help these players out," and then he would just be gone. And let's be honest, Dustin Johnson, you could have given him whatever he wanted. You know, he just you give him one hundred fifty million dollars to leave. He's going. These other players are going. Uh, Charles Haldis made almost $5 million last year, last week. That's more than he's made in the last two years. But the rule changes in the PGA in the last year and a half, they haven't, it, that's more rule changes than they have in 10 or 15 years. Well, in of course, of they pools. did it because of live. We all know that. And it helps the players. Um, but but they refused to admit that, which is also super annoying. But even if he took the call, I mean, the, the players got what they want. They went to live, and they're still going to get to play the major. So they... I think the players just wanted a bunch I'll, of money. I'll say this, because I, I don't know the structure of the contracts. Um whether or not it's guaranteed money you know one of the things that uh, i'm sure plenty of people in our audience are familiar with not necessarily in broadcasting per se but if a business goes out of business uh, in your contract is with the business you know you now become a creditor but you aren't necessarily guaranteed the money unless it is personally backed uh and i would be curious if for example a guy such as brooks kepka who per Alan Shipnick last week, who was the one who had the Phil Mickelson conversation, whether it was on the record, as Shipnick says it was, or off the record, as Mickelson says it was, and he wrote the Mickelson book, says uh, Brooks Kepka, per his sources, is having buyer's remorse about moving to live. I wonder if a guy such as Kepka, who could still be competitive on the PGA Tour, and certainly Dustin Johnson, not necessarily Ian Poulter, uh, or Charles Howell III, but guys like Kepker Johnson are looking at the tour changes and wondering if they could go back because now they can play less events, be assured that they're going to play all four days, and make more money. You see what I'm saying? I mean, they got a bit of live 
which is what is, is attracted to them, which is they don't have to play all the events and they can make more money. And I wonder if they worry about where Live will be in a few years, whereas it's, you know, I think it's pretty safe to say the PGA Tour is going to be around in a few years. Whether it's strong, that's debatable, but, you know, Live is a startup that at the moment isn't necessarily taking off. It's backed by Saudi Arabia, but it's not necessarily a business model that, that is leading to a profit. And somebody can have all the money in the world, but if they get tired of just pouring money into it, they may pull the plug. Uh, all right, we got to uh, go to the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. Uh, Guns and Roses tickets on the line here no, uh, for today's nice. Design Air Heating and Cooling email today. Ben Hogan is in a minor fender bender and plays golf the next day. And they make a movie starring Glenn Ford about it. Follow the sun. Give me a break. Kind of ironic. Follow the sun. Sunshine State. During the 9 o'clock hour, Tim moved his entire studio and came back even better. The man is in Florida. Do you guys know how many hurricanes have occurred in Florida in Barch? Neither do I, but I bet there have been some. But this email is about foreshadowing. Stabbing <laughs> Cabin 2023. An unexpected snowstorm shuts down the Smoky Mountains road system. A bunch of guys trapped. And when they come to the realization they have no food, then the ugliest one springs it on his bunkmate. Ever hear of the Donner Party? Looks like we have no choice but to eat each other. Oh. That, that comes from Amanda Polk. <laughs> Amanda Poke. Ben Hogan wasn't in a fender bender. The crash almost killed him. <laughs> Doug, I can just read what Amanda Polk writes in. Okay. You know, there's no fact-checking in the filtered file. No. Mitsubishi Sterion. Felix giving birth. Kittens underneath the couch. (laughs) Want to see my girth? Olivia and Felix, the cutest little cats. Georgetown Apartments didn't have no rats. That place was so nice, Iggy might move back. Tim in the Florida sunshine looking like a snack. Kaka, kaka, the Beahawks are home again. They've got the dome field advantage and the willingness to win. Ravioli boys, that name is such a bore. Lame chance by soccer fats. Plowsy's a black backsplash whore. <laughs> TMSTL, home of the dogs. Do any of you guys want to see my hog? Mm. No. JV no. Golf Coach. JV Golf Coach. I'm writing to you today with a tale of wands and wonder and one very silly stepdad named Keith. It all started when Keith discovered the magic wand at a garage sale. At first, we thought it was just a cute little trinket, but oh, we were wrong. Keith has been wandering around the house waving his magic wand and muttering spells under his breath. We're not entirely sure what he's trying to accomplish, but he seems to be having a great time. Last night, things took a turn for the absurd when Keith decided to use his wand to try to make dinner. He waved the vibrating wand at the stove and shouted, Pizza Merkin, but all that appeared was a smoking pen. Undeterred, he then tried to conjure up some spaghetti, but ended up with a sticky VHS copy of Wet Pink. (laughs) We're not sure what to make of Keith's newfound obsession with the magic wand, but we're starting to think he's watched one too many Harry Potter movies. If you have any tips on how to deal with a grown man waving a vibrating wand around the house, please let me know. Thank you for your help. That's from Jake in a state of arousal. Okay. Jake in a state of arousal. I didn't see Ellen, Ellen Barkin did an interview and said that uh, one of her, her directors once ripped off her Merkin. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I actually I think I saw that story. And she was in, well, he mentioned Merkin in that. Oh, uh, yeah, fair enough. 
So, yeah. And then she said, the director said, what do you care? Nobody's looking at you. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's offensive. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was. Doug, we have two more emails. Okay, I hope there's it's a good March one. It's March, and you talk about the tournament. And okay. You got Dennis Gates and the Tigers peaking at the right time, trying to leapfrog Kentucky and John Calipari and the SEC standings. And Jackson is being a cam boy so grown men can monitor his rage boner while he channels his inner Dorbin Dale as he curses the refs while watching the Tigers get bounced from the tournament. But never mind that. We got a civil war brewing between different factions of local soccer fans. On one extreme, we have the ravioli dorks who get butthurt when anyone mocks their terrible chant. And on the other extreme, we have the casuals who won't pay to watch the games yet still complain because they aren't for sure who any of the players are. Nice. (laughs) You know, people oftentimes trade one addiction for another, be it alcohol for weed or cigarettes for Tootsie Roll Pops. I think that's what we're seeing with Iggy and his fan page hiatus. He can't get his fix on the fan page, so he's trolling random Battlehawk threads and getting involved in golf rival communities, presumably so he can suggest they make the game more realistic by allowing you to hit into the group in front of you or allow you to have sex with prostitutes between holes. Yesterday, Iggy requested someone set up a hidden camera in his rent-controlled dormitory for the underprivileged so Iggy can watch a voyeur Twitch feed of himself berating his phone while he sandbags in a golf video game. Sounds like a great idea. I can't think of how that could possibly go wrong, having a voyeur cam capturing Iggy's private behavior within his jack shack as he watches a guy with a micro-wing jumping up and down in a pool or taboo incest that Iggy truly knows is fake, unlike those dancing bear documentaries. Are there guys who masturbate with both hands? Thanks. That's from Buck Swope. Okay, Buck. <laughs> I bet you can answer all those questions yourself. Mm. Buck Swope with I a nice finally. little email. <laughs> Pardon me. Sorry. Let me just squeeze on by right here in the middle of you talking about the polls you posted yesterday. Timmy, don't mean to interrupt, but wanted to chime in real quickly to ask if you guys would kindly shut the hell up about canceling YouTube TV and all the other streaming platforms you don't think you need anymore. You see, Plowsy and I work too damn long and too damn hard pretending to be real-life friends with a handful of these pathetic listeners over the last couple of years and a long con to eventually guilt them into giving us their platinum login passwords. And I'll be damned if you or Doug or Jackson think you can ruin the sweetheart deal we got going when I'm right in the middle of season 16 of a cartoon pirate show I'm re-watching on Nickelodeon+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Look, it's your money, so do what you want. But just know that if you cut me off from logging into their accounts, I'm going to miss all the emails my cardboard box complex sends out about boil warnings and grand openings for nearby food pantries. That comes from thanks. Speaking of the LPGA, you guys want to hear about the time I went looking for my cat and ended up having anal in the back of a PT cruiser. (laughs) (laughs) Starry on, but that's all right. Whip, whip. And it was in her bed. Doug, that's what we have for the design air heating and cooling email. Uh, I, didn't have a check by, I didn't have a check by anybody. It's uh, <laughs> a shame. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I'm going to go with the, the leadoff hitter, Amanda Poquet. <laughs> Amanda Poquet. I mean, this is the worst batch in many, many months. Well, I don't know. Uh, what was the last guy's name? Thanks for something. That was, Thanks uh, for something speaking. about a PT Cruiser. Yeah. yeah, I'll take the PT Cruiser. Oh. I'm going to go with Amanda Poke. Oh, okay. Nice. Then. All right. Amanda Paplawak, is that where you would have gone? Uh, I'm going to go with Buck. Yeah. I was going to go Jake in the state of arousal. Especially when you guys are about to do a Pepper and Genie, right? No, we're not. Oh, we're not doing a Pepper and Genie. I got oh, I thought, <laughs> I thought it was bad. <laughs> I thought you said you were going to write a chant. I am. We'll have it tomorrow on the show. Oh. Well, but we're off. We'll have a show tomorrow. Oh. Not doing Monday. Is it really Friday? It is. I don't want to 
want to do it. God, this week's been dragging on. Oh, well, I'll do it, and we'll have it Monday. I can put After, it on social. I can put it on Instagram no, and TikTok. I'll put it together. Just plausibly just brings up the Saints come marching in music, and I'll. Well, no, I can put the like music in after you you're done with oh, your okay. chant. That's fine. Yeah, so I can just hit record. And so is this something that work. people can expect today, or is this going to be Monday? I, 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 I'll, I'll I, get it done after the show. Sure, do it today. Well, nice. Your part's the easy part. I would have to edit all of it. And I don't, well, that's why I no said. offense, I don't want to do it today. <laughs> Can't you just sing it without the background music? No, you need the background music for sure, yeah, but I'm not going to turn it around in 12 hours and have it for Monday. Wouldn't it be easier for you just to play the music and I'll sing to it while it's recording and then we're done? Uh, I don't know if that's... We gotta go get ripped, so let's get after it. Oh, oh yeah, sorry. We gotta go. Oh, I'm, I'm not doing time it. Time to go. Uh, this wraps up the Ryan Kelly morning. Love Ultra Studios. Maybe Iggy's chant will appear on the TMASDL feed. Jackson and I are gonna appear on 101 ESPN in like 10 seconds. This has been the Ryan Kelly morning after from the Michelob Ultra Studios.